beautiful listeners, welcome to Nina's Potty. What do we do while on the potty? Well, we think, we dump, we flush our waste away. So sit with me on this potty and hear me dump my thoughts and flush my wasteful thoughts and feelings away. I talk about life experiences, mental health, and relationships, all with a pinch of comedic spice. I'm on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at, uh, whatever time I want a podcast. Let's get started. Anxiety. Today's topic is about anxiety. I have anxiety. I was just diagnosed with anxiety this past August. On Wednesday, we talked about depression. I've had depression for ever since I can remember, pretty much since maybe middle school, I'd say, but I wasn't diagnosed with major depression until uh, I was about 22 or 23. And now I'm 29 years old. I still have depression and I was just diagnosed with anxiety. So I'm going to talk about my experiences with anxiety, how it feels to have anxiety for me. Um, again, these mental health issues are different in a lot of people, but there are symptoms that are alike in each and every one of us. I experience anxiety when... There are certain situations that I'm put in when there's a comment that has been made and it triggers a past event that happened in my life. Um, My specific symptoms of anxiety have been very rapid heartbeat, um, muscle aches, nerve aches. Um, nervousness as well. But this is all for me. We are all different people. You may be experiencing something different. But in my case, these are the symptoms that I go through, that I have to work with on a day-to-day basis. When I was first diagnosed with anxiety... Um, I believe it was it was triggered due to lack of the substance that I was on. Um, I know I had mentioned on Wednesday that there is a certain substance that I was um I don't know how to use these past terms, but addicted to, and that is a topic that we're going to touch on in the in the coming week or so. But because I did not have this substance, I became anxious. I guess you can say it was sort of a withdrawal. But with this substance, you don't really have much of a withdrawal. It's not like being on pills or, or withdrawing from alcohol. It's, it's, I would say, maybe like a more of a mental withdrawal. Um, because I'm not putting that substance to my lips. I'm not having that substance to 
eliminate me from dealing with certain situations. Excuse me. Um, My voice is a little raspy this morning. Um, I have allergies. (laughs) And so it's been windy and I'm pretty sure that that's kicking up a whole bunch of dust and dirt. So please excuse me. I was going through um, these withdrawals, if you will, in July or August, and I went to work, and work for me puts me in very stressful situations um, due to just you know, having to get a product out in time. Um, I was a video editor, so we made, um, we filmed high school events, you know, dance, cheer, theater. So we had to get these videos done in a certain amount of time. And I was put on a, on a time stressor, I guess. And having to get this done in time really put me in, in, a stressful mood and I'd say I'd like to say that that day I was overly stressed see for me it's very hard for me to deal with stress um I do not I do not handle it very well so because of stress I go and I would do what I did with that substance and now that I do not have that substance my anxiety is a little bit on the edge because I don't have anything to take that edge off. <laughs> I do have my medications. Yes, I do. But I need to keep my mind occupied. I need to keep working and keep doing things to keep busy from laying down and thinking, I want this substance. But going back to my anxiety that day, I had very, very rapid heartbeat. And I thought that I maybe I might pass out I thought that maybe I was going to have a heart attack because my left arm was hurting and I would get pain in my legs and I felt maybe I'm having a blood clot I'm having a heart attack I was gonna pass out and I was gonna die so I had to get up and leave work early I figured I can drive to my house And I was 15 minutes away from my house. And I thought, okay, I can do it. I just got to stay in the slow lane. Got onto the expressway. Now, I used to live in Austin. If you've ever driven through Austin traffic, that is a high stressor. (laughs) Just getting on the ramp is stressful. So here I am driving, getting on the ramp. I feel like my heart is beating. And I'm like, oh, it's, I, I, I can do it. I can make it. But no, it started beating really hard. And it was to the point where I could hear the heartbeat out of my chest. It was that bad. And so I'm driving and I pull off to the side of the road. And I'm thinking I'm going to have to flag somebody down because I'm having a heart attack. I'm going to die. But I just had to calm myself down. I had to keep telling myself, you can make it to their house. Just lay down, take a nap. Every time I reached a stoplight to the house, 
my heartbeat was going so fast. I get to the house. Nobody's there. And I was already thinking, I need to go to the hospital. I am going to die. But I figured I could just sit for a moment. Just rest. Slow my heartbeat down. And I'll be okay. But no, my my left arm kept hurting. There was so much pressure in my left arm. I was like, it's a heart attack. Nina, you are going to die. I had to drive myself to the emergency room. No longer than two minutes, I was on the road. And I just could not do it. I, w- I felt like I was going to pass out. I was going to have a, a car accident. That's how I felt. So I had to pull off into the Walgreens that was just two minutes away from my house. And I had to flag somebody down to take me to the hospital. I don't know who these people were. They were older older adults. And I got in their car. They put me in the front seat and they drove me down. God bless these people because they helped me out a lot. They helped out a stranger God bless these two. They put the aircon on high. They put the vents on my face. And they put their emergency lights on. And they went through red lights for me. Wow. You know, when I actually sit down and think, there are people out there that that care. Just random strangers, you know. So they dropped me off on the emergency room and they come out with me and they wanted to make sure that I was admitted so I was not alone when I went in there I said thank you I was rushed in and it was pretty scary to be there for two hours not knowing what is wrong with you they had to do all these tests on my heart they had to do chest x-rays they had to take blood samples and it was low potassium. So your potassium is supposed to be, I believe, at a certain range. I want to say like a 3, 3.5 to 4.0, something like that. My potassium level was at a 2. My potassium level was at the most dangerous level that you could probably have you know, to to start making you think that you're going to die because you can pass out. You can have a, a heart attack from it. Like your heart could beat just so fast and your heart is just stressing out so much. It stops because it beats so hard. I was at that level. And so they came and they gave me potassium pills and anxiety medication they diagnosed me with anxiety but I told them that I thought that maybe it was due to my addiction and maybe it was maybe the anxiety had gotten so bad because I was not on that substance excuse me that I it was sort of a withdrawal and then my it made my body work hard to try and keep up with itself. 
So that's the story of when I was first diagnosed with, with anxiety. But I want to go through the, the ways that anxiety can present itself. And I'd like to say I have more than half of these. If you are experiencing any of these that I list out, you too may have anxiety. I am not a doctor. Do not <laughs> rely on me. But I am simply telling you what I am going through and my symptoms to possibly help you. So anxiety presents itself in many different ways. Number one, the desire to control people and events. Oh, heck yes. I want to control people so that I am so that I am in, in control with, you know, situations so that I am in control with how I'm going to feel that day, what I'm going to do that day, what I'm going to say that day. I want to tell you what to do, but I don't want you to tell me what to do. I want you to do this, but I'm not going to do this. You want me to do that? Oh, hell no. You don't tell me what to do. I'm going to control you. Now, controlling and manipulating are two different things. I do not manipulate. Maybe as a joke, you know, to get certain things. <laughs> but I am not a manipulator to be an evil person. The desire to control people and events. Check mark. Difficulty getting to sleep all the time. All the time. When I have something to do the next day that I know I really do not want to do or that is going to stress me the hell out, I can't sleep. If I have a fight with a certain somebody, I can't sleep because they're always on my mind and I'm always thinking of the worst situations. I will constantly think of the most worst situation that could ever happen. And then in the end, it just ends up turning out fine. Difficulty getting to sleep. There are medications for that, but I cannot speak on them because I've never taken a sleeping pill. I've taken anxiety medication that knocks me out. I hate that. Give me medicine for my anxiety, but don't knock me out in the middle of the day. At work, I was, I was so tired. I was exhausted when I was taking this medication. I had to leave work for a few days so that I can regulate the medication if I could, but I just could not. I had to go to the doctor and get diagnosed with a completely different anxiety medication, which is why I'm on Buspirone. I honestly cannot remember the other medication that I was diagnosed with. I'm sorry, the other medication that I was given. For the life of me, I cannot remember. Feeling agitated or angry? Yeah, agitated. I get agitated for any little thing. Any little thing bothers me about you. Talking to that somebody, and I pick out little things that I don't like uh, what he's doing. I don't, you know, I don't like this, I don't like that. Ah, oh, you're playing your game, you're not even paying attention to me. 
So then I'm going to go and I'm going to play on my iPad. I'm going to completely ignore you for the day. Now I know he's listening and I'm so sorry that I do these things to you. You know, but thank you so much for dealing with me. Dealing with my situations. Agitation is part of my life. (laughs) Everything agitates me. I don't get angry. Angry is a very strong word. I don't get hot-headed. I get mad. I get upset. But I don't get angry. So I can't really speak on that a lot. I'm sorry. I guess anger, you know, anxiety and anger put together is, is an anger problem. I would assume that that's the, the definition for anger. Defiance and other challenging behaviors can't really speak on that either i don't behave in an radical way in a way that cannot be explained my behaviors really just um span on depression i sleep all day i remember there was a day when i first came back home from moving from austin I literally was in bed all day. I went to bed like at 12 o'clock that morning, 12 a.m., and I did not wake up and get out until 6 o'clock p.m. That's a behavior, but that was due to my depression of moving back home. Having high expectations for yourself, including school, work, and sports. This is me all the time. I have a list of things that I am going to do for that day. I have a planner that I spread out on my desk and I write every little thing that I'm going to do. Every single thing, every movement is planned. But I don't ever do it. I don't ever do it because I have high expectations of this task that I am supposed to perform. I really do have high expectations for myself because I want to be a better person. I want to be better to society and better to my family. You know, you might not think it, but that is a high expectation for me. Avoiding activities or events, including school. I do not go to school anymore, but I'm sure many of you avoid going to school due to, you know, the high stressors of of your, you know, the homework that you need to do, of your studies, exams. Avoiding activities or events. Activities for me are cleaning my room. (laughs) I avoid that, like the plague. 
I'm literally looking at my room right now and there is clothing on my bed, on my floor, on my desk. Why is it on my desk? I'm avoiding that activity. Events. When I lived in Austin, I avoided going out with my roommate, going out of the room. I always had a, had an excuse to not make it to an employee's dinner. To somewhere where a friend was visiting Austin. I always made an excuse. I just did not want to go out. Why go out when I can spend my time alone in my room? Being depressed. Having anxiety. Pain like stomach aches and headaches. No, I do not get stomach aches. I don't get frequent headaches, but I do have this frequent sharp pain in my brain. I feel like it's in my brain, but I feel like that is... I don't know if... I don't think that that's caused by anxiety. I am more certain that that is caused by my addiction. Again, that's another topic. Um, But I do get muscle pains. I was speaking about this on Wednesday, muscle pains, joint pains, nerve pains. Um just just pain for me is caused by anxiety. Struggling to pay attention and focus all the time for me. <laughs> I broadcast on an app called UpLive, up.live. Go download it. You can catch me on there every day. It's a live broadcasting app. (laughs) That was a little plug for you guys. Listen to my podcast, (laughs) UpLive. Struggling to pay attention and focus. I make it a point to jump into everybody's broadcasts but when I do I can only stand it for five minutes not that I don't like that person it's that I cannot focus I I don't think I have ADD I don't think I have ADHD I don't it's just my mind cannot just focus on one little thing. I'm just like, okay, you're broadcasting. Hi, bye. Next person. Hi, bye. To pay attention all the time. <laughs> Someone's talking to me. I zone out. And it's just me nodding my head. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Acting like I'm paying attention. But really, I'm just catching the last three words that you said. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I've talked to you and you think I'm paying attention, I'm I'm not. I cannot. I can't pay attention. I just cannot focus on the things that somebody is saying i i try so hard but that is because of my anxiety and that is because 
that abuse, that substance abuse has, has, has eaten away at my brain, essentially. But I want to pay attention. I want to focus. I am trying. I am working on myself. So to you, I apologize. But I'm not making excuses for my anxiety, for my depression. Or my anxiety and my depression are not my excuses. I try not to make it an excuse because I can fight through it. I can get through the depression and the anxiety. They'll always be there, but I try to push it aside. Intolerance of uncertainty? I don't know. I don't know. I am uncertain a bunch of times. <laughs> but I don't think I'm intolerant of it. Or am I intolerant of thinking about being intolerant of the uncertainty of being intolerant? Somebody better look that up and let me know if that, <laughs> if that is what I'm doing because I don't think I am. Crying and difficulty managing emotions. Um, when I wasn't medicated, yes, I was crying a lot. Everything made me cry. The fact that I couldn't do things made me cry. The fact that I was that I knew that I was sick made me cry. There were times when I would sit in the corner of the room and I would cry so hard. Well, gosh darn it, I'm sorry, guys. I got a phone call, and that interrupted me. Uh, Bill collectors. Now, that's another stressor, and that sparked my anxiety. So, another anxiety pill has got to go down the drain. Drain meaning my pipe. Pipe meaning my throat. It's got to go down. Sorry. Anyway, crying and difficulty managing emotions. I was saying that there was a point in my life where I caught myself in the corner crying so hard. My face was red, mucus running down my nose. My tears were hot, hot tears. Don't know if you've ever experienced hot tears, hot tears running down my face. That that was me having difficulty managing my emotions you know talking to somebody about your emotions that's that's difficult for me to decipher what kind of emotion I'm going through I guess that kind of falls into the same category over planning for situations and events that falls into having high expectations for yourself because I overplan so much. Because I want to have things to do in my life. I'm a boring person. I don't have anything to do now. I don't have anybody to hang out with anymore. I'm a boring person. So I'm going to plan things out so that I'm not a boring person. So that I come off as, yes, Nina has so many things to do. She's a very busy person. No, the things that I have to do is to clean my room, make food, clean the house, 
I mean, that's a chore, but it's not like an, an important task. Like, I am going to volunteer to save the animals. <laughs> or I'm going to contribute to society and vote. I am going to work on my resume. I don't have things like that to do. But now that I think about it, I need to work on my resume. (laughs) Feeling worried about situations or events. This is every day. I feel worried about everything. Everything I say, everything I do. I'm worried about people's judgments. I'm worried that when I release this podcast onto my social medias that people are going to think differently of me. But a part of me isn't so worried because it's finally time that I speak out about who I really am and why I act the way that I do. And hopefully people will accept me better and understand that the way that I talk, the way that I think has a lot to deal with my mental health issues. And I got a little bit emotional there because I am afraid of the judgment. I'm worried of the judgment. Events I'm worried about the time when I need to go to rehab. And yes, I'm going to go to rehab. I need to get my my ish together. I really do. So I'm worried about that. I'm stressed about that. And you know, talking about it is spiking my anxiety, to be honest. Whew, I have to take a deep breath. I'm going to have to do my breathing exercises that I talked about on Wednesday. (laughs) I never thought that I would be able to have the strength to talk about these things to people that I don't even know on the internet. To share my stories, to share my situations, to share my feelings, and to hope that you can come out of it better than I can. Because I allowed my my mental states to take over my life and to and to make me hit rock bottom yeah I've hit rock bottom but I'm, I'm getting back up I'm, I'm, I'm getting back on my feet I'm trying to with the help of my parents and the support of my my friends um, I do want to talk about why I hit rock bottom or how I hit rock bottom I'm going to save that for another day. (laughs) I want to make sure I don't get off topic. I don't get off on a tangent. If you hear a crying baby in the background, 
That's my cat. <laughs> He's my baby. He's a crier. He whines all the time. I'm a cat lady. All right, if you did not know that about me. Again, uh, see what I'm saying? I'm getting off on a tangent, getting off topic. I need to bring myself back in and I need to focus. But guys, that's me talking about anxiety. If you feel like you have these symptoms, if you made a checklist on all of those different ways that anxiety presents itself, I ask that you go to a doctor. Talk to them about it. Get, get medication. It's not going to hurt you. It's going to make you better. I want you to be better. I want me to be better. So let's all be better together here on the potty. <laughs> I think about that and it just makes me laugh. I'm sorry. But guys, I will catch you later on Monday. Um, what topic is that? Hmm, Nina, maybe you should have um, brought out your notebook and thought about this before. On Monday, we're going to talk about addiction. How could I not, how could I not have known that off the top of my head? And I'm getting anxiety just thinking about me having to tell you what it is that I'm addicted to, but... This is reality. This is life. I'm here to help you guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. I will catch you all next time.